This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was a You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you said, man. Well, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host. Matt Hill with me as always is number one Sixers fan in the world. Very sad. Very uh, uh, he's, he's fire them all, Brad fire Brown. Off. You're the worst thing to ever happen to this city. We we are recording this. Uh, I'm mere, so angry. What a moment, waste of a year. Mere moments uh, after after the Sixers were eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, um, ben Simmons a bust. Are Joel people, Embiid. Is anybody Joel really? Embiid is John, the worst. John, John, I know you're doing a little parody right now. What? Is anybody, no, I'm an angry Sixers fan. Are, is anybody really saying those things? It seems like the the reviews on this Sixers team have been positive. Yeah, the and, 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 and everyone's like, "Oh, this is you know the rising team. Get you know get ready to see this for the next ten years." I mean, even national guys are like, "Eh, they shouldn't be too concerned about losing this series." No, it's just miserable Sixers fans. I'm only talking I mean, about Sixers. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm not exposed to miserable Sixers fans. Oh, I'm, but I don't I'm, see, I'm in it. That's the whole timeline. I don't see that many miserable Sixers fans. Like, what are they mad about? Like, what's their, they're, they're what's mad, their bone to They pick? are mad that we lost to the Celtics. Of course. If of we course. lost to the Cavs, I don't think – I think it would be – well, no, they'd still be pissed. No, I think if you, I think losing to the Celtic, I, I think it would almost be better to lose in the first round. At least you guys didn't get swept. I think yeah. getting swept by the Celtics that would have been, been rough. That, that would have been, been worse than I think uh, yeah. losing in the first. Especially round. with the uh, you know losing a big lead in Game Two and a couple of close ones. If you get yeah. swept, it kind of feels. And then like also, whatever. it's just the optics of Jason Tatum falling out while Fultz is just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, that's bad optics. It's, that's not there's good. There's a lot of. I, I I can understand where they'd be angry, um, but no Sixers fans. You have you have to understand like Sixers fans. Philly fans in general are probably the most irrational. Like we love to make fun of other fan bases, but they're the guys who will like, like every sport. Like honestly, be like, I, I retweeted a Reddit post where they were like, "Now that we found out that uh, what was it, Embiid and Simmons max out at a, after in the second round, should we think about a rebuild?" That was like a real. But that's not real. That's a real. That was a parody. I mean, that was no, a joke. No, no. Are you no, sure? No. I think that was a bit. Is it? There's no way so, that I think that's a bit. I think that I think I'm actually I'm positive that was a bit. I think I saw that same Reddit post. And I think the guy was doing a bit. Was it? Yeah, it's like a you know, it's just like a little, uh, just some laughs, you know, just some jokes about you know the hinky tear down, you know. That's eh. okay. Let, let me let me explain differently. There's real like there's 
people who've called like Ben Simmons a bust all year long. Who? Who? Angelo Cataldi. What? The, the what? number what? one, number one uh, WIP uh, talk rater for what? the last thirty. I'm telling you, this place. This is a place that literally sane they have to grease the poles, Matt. I know, I know. Well, but that, that and then they ate poop. He was from the main line. Doesn't count. But but I mean, I'm look. telling you, this is this is the fan base. This is this is this is what it is. Like there, we pretend like we're not like the most irrational sad boys ever. But it's all emotions. Well, it's, it's tough for me because I'm not like that. I'm very well, you're, rational. You're I'm a very purely ir- irrational. So it's it's hard for me to comprehend a level of irrationality beyond you. So you're, wait, did you say I'm irrational? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you're irrational. Oh, come on. Come I'm on. very rational. Come on. All right. So what do you think? I mean, what do you? What are your? Uh, what, like I said, this is real raw. This is this is raw. This is right this after is, this is the right after they went down. So what are your? You, you you know, do you have anything to get off your chest? Like, what are your? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the season? What are your thoughts on this team? I'm. I think it was. I'm happy as hell. I think it's an amazing season, and I'm not even bullshitting. Thought it was an amazing season. I think at the end of the day, you look at the two things that matter, right? Joel Joel Embiid played seventy one, got out coached by. by that's Stevens, the only thing that mattered. And Danny Ainge got out GM by. Yeah, Brown and TJ TJ McConnell is better than Ben Simmons, <laughs> and Robert Covington is up is a bust. He's now worse than Andrew Wiggins. He used to be better than Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> yeah, but after the playoffs, he's worse. For the record, I'll, I'll take I'll take Covington yeah. over Wiggins. So. But that's really it. There's two things. It's that Embiid played 71 games and that Ben Simmons is going to be one of the best players in the league. And maybe... But you have and, to be disappointed in this series. They no. were the favorite. Everybody thought that they were going to beat this Celtics team. Yeah, but here's the thing. Everyone is dumb. That's well, what you, we talk about you, all John, the time. John, 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 after game one, you came on this podcast and basically made fun of people who were worried about the Sixers' chances, said they were going to win. And look what you I'm posted, saying right now. You posted on Twitter a, a, a video of you dancing after game one loss, yeah. like how you're not worried. Yeah. So you're, are, you, are you lumping you in with the dumb people who thought the Sixers were going to no, win No, I'm not worried. I was never worried about this year. I, I always said that Boston was a tougher matchup for us then I think Cleveland or Toronto or whoever else was going to be in there. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that we lost. I'm not like, yay, we lost! But I look at it, and you go, one, yes, they, they Boston, let's just be frank here. Boston has a really, really good team. Yeah, I, I see people talking down on this Boston team. I, why are we talking down? It's I, great. I love this team, and I think if this was just their team, People would be much more like talking about how great the team is. Yes, but the fact that Kyrie and Hayward are injured, everyone doesn't view this as the team. They view, yes. oh, they're not at full strength. But come on, like the way Terry Rozier is playing, better he's, than Kyrie. He's I. You said it, not me. I'm a Kyrie hater. Of course, I think he's better than Kyrie because he plays defense. Yeah, and makes when he plays play. like this. Yeah, well, exactly. Yes, In this, yes. It's like, look, we have we've basically only seen one series or two series yeah. of it. But I mean, the guy's averaging over twenty points a game. Yeah, he has the most three pointers in the in these playoffs. He's giving you everything Kyrie would give you, plus defense, plus defense, plus defense. So he's better than what you would have gotten with, with Kyrie, and you this he came out of nowhere. Tatum, Tatum's better than Hayward. I mean, Tatum, Tatum's giving you more than Hayward would give you. Yeah. So if you think about like going into the season, you have okay, you thought you had Kyrie and Hayward, but you, instead you have these two other guys who are in many ways better than them. So I mean, to me, this is a real team. Like this, it's really this good. is not a team that we should just discount because two of their better players. First of all, their best players, Al, Hor- Al Horford. Yeah, that's the guy. 
that's I would describe Al Horford as seventy percent of Tim Duncan. Like he does all those little things. His teams just win. He's a great guy in the locker room. So, you know, you got Horford. I, I, I look at him as Draymond. Yeah, yeah. I in guess the same so. kind of stretch four can also play center a little, can yeah, shoot a little. Like kind of kind of a bit of a bit of a jackknife where yeah, the stats yeah. the stats don't jump off the page, but yeah. they they do all those little things and and you know if you go through their history, they're just just nothing but winners. Nothing but winners. If you, know, you like, switch to those two, it's the same record for both teams, right? Probably, pretty pretty probably, close, probably. right? Probably. I mean, I'd, I'd have to think about it, but, but yes, probably. Fairly close. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is a good Celtics team. It's really good. And I was talking to my buddy today at work, and because I went to him, and he was like, oh, Sixers are going to destroy them. And I was like, uh, no, right? And I told him, and then we talked today, and I was like, listen, here's the thing. When you match them up head by head, right? Let's look at best player by best player. But I'm not talking, and this is the thing that, this is why I'm not sad, right? Because like Hinky taught us, mm. you got to take the long view, right? So right now it sucks because it hurts, right? Right. But so long view, I'm totally happy. This was the great stepping stone that we needed to have, and we did it. We never were supposed to be to do what we did this year or even this playoff series. But we did it, so that's great. But let's look at now, now, right? Like in a playoff series where we all know the playoffs change, right? We play slower. You, It's more of a half-court game. It's more of a coach's game, too. And it's more of a coach's game, and they can really, really game plan for you, yeah. right? This is why D'Antoni, they say, doesn't work, right? Yeah, and that's that's why I think before this series started, I said this is where we're going to find out if Brett Brown is a good coach or not. Yeah, or sorry, I said a great coach or not. Yes, I, I for, on the record, I think he's an above average coach. I would agree. Yeah, but I, I feel like he got outcoached in the series. Yeah, probably. But I mean, and it's in in some ways that's not terrible, given that Brad Stevens is probably the best coach in the league. Or how about this? This is what uh, the first year Brett Brown had real players. Yeah, first, as a head coach, right? But, this yeah, is but the I mean, first like, time he's had a point guard in five years. But you could say the same thing about uh, Brad Stevens. This no, you the, can't. Well, this is the first time he's working with a lot of these players in the playoffs. Yeah, but last year he had real players. Like Brett Brown was literally playing with coaching D leaguers. Yeah, but I mean, like it's not like you would forget how to coach. I mean, Brett Brown was no, an but assistant he's, in San Antonio. Like, he's, yeah, he's, but he's, he's never been the head coach of a team that had a point guard until this year. Literally. All right. All right. Right. All fair right, enough. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Okay. So he's going to learn. He's going to take his licks, right? He's going to get better. And like you said, I think, I definitely don't think he's a great coach, but he's he's a good to above average coach. And there's going to be things that hopefully he gets better at, you know, like whatever. If you're, this is your first, like kind of first year as a coach and you get outclassed by a, a A1 coach. All right, I can live with that, yeah, right? Let, let, but let's take the long okay. view. I'm not as I'm not as sanguine on on their long view as I think you are because I don't see like how is this team going to get better? Okay, describe. But, it to but me before how that, get let better. me let me break down the series one more time, sure, real quick, uh, just to finish my point. When you look at it for a playoff series, and again, don't take this out of context. I'm not talking next year or long term. I'm talking this year only. Right? Who's going to be better? Right? You look at the matchup. Embiid versus Al Horford. Yeah, I would take Horford. It's, yeah, yeah, right? Maybe. No, I definitely take him. Okay. I mean, not maybe not five years from now, but. Maybe right, not even right next now, year. I take but Horford. right now, Horford. I take Horford. You probably. 10 times out of 10. Probably. Okay, great. I, I, think, it's, I think it's close. I love him, but I would lean. I think Horford outplayed him in this series. Perfect example. I would, yeah. I would tend to agree. Uh, 
Simmons versus Tatum. Yeah, Tatum outplayed him this series as well. But I'm, I'm not even talking about outplay. Let's say before the series starts. Oh, before the series, I think you would have said Simmons. I think I, w- I, I think I would have taken Simmons. I think I think Simmons. You know, we're talking like rookie of the year. Simmons run yeah. o- run away with rookie of the year. I mean, Tatum's in that conversation as exactly. well. I think everyone's voted Simmons for the rookie of the year. Yeah, so I think people would have would have said Simmons. But it's close. Well, yeah, it's when you think close. that Tatum's no, shooting close. shooting forty percent exactly, Embiid close. Uh, you know, Simmons close. Simmons close. Third player, JJ Redick. Are we talking Jalen Brown? Rozier. 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 Okay. I think it's probably pretty close going into it. Yeah. The way Rozier has been playing. Again, another close-up. Uh, Saric, Jalen Brown. Another kind of toss-up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then you start hitting the bench players. You got it's all, it's all Marcus Celtics Smart versus yeah. TJ McConnell. Are we talking, yeah. is Ursan better than Marcus Morris? Is, is is Marcus Smart the black TJ McConnell? Right? That's my quote. <laughs> Did that's, you say that before? Oh, yeah. I tweeted that. Oh, okay. I think I tweeted it. Yeah, that's <laughs> been my quote forever. Is Marcus yeah, yeah. Smart the black TJ McConnell. But so when you really look at the team, you're like, they're pretty evenly matched up, even where they're at. Right. Give the advantage, the coaching advantage to Brant Stevens. Give the home court advantage to, to the Celtics. Celtics. And you go, oh wait, this this isn't an upset at all, really. Like no, maybe they were playing better. But they also were the higher seed. I they think, were. I think exactly. Philly. It just, it's just that Philly looked so good. Yeah. And, and Boston I'll, struggled to beat the Bucks. The Bucks are good. The Bucks are supremely talented. Yeah. Exactly. So they're a team that can play better than the talent on paper, right? Yeah. And they beat a team that had Giannis balling out that. Middleton was playing above Middleton. his... You asked those Celtics fans. They're scared of Middleton. Yeah. They, are, they, <laughs> they, they have flashbacks. Yeah. So it's like the Boston team's really good. And like, whatever. Like, look, game one, we I mean, I, a, it's a disappointment. They should have... This should have been... Absolutely a, right. They should... It, 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 this should have gone seven. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, I don't even know about that. Like, realistically, game one, they threw up a turd. Game yeah. two, they threw away a 22-point lead. Yep. Game three, their one miss Simmons dunk and layup from winning the thing. Yeah. Really, they and then they won the last game. They really should be up. That's what I'm I saying. mean, it should be four one, right? Yeah, which is a bummer. It is. It is a bummer because you want to say, "Oh, we should have won," but then you go, "Okay, did they did they quit?" No, that's the one thing. It's like, did they ever quit? That, because because like, my Sixers timeline quit. My <laughs> Sixers timeline. There I'm was a lot of people. You out. There, Sixers timeline there was quit a lot, on this team at halftime. There was a lot of people who quit on the team at halftime. I saw. Oh yeah, I was I was observing the Twitter as and well. I tweeted that out. Yeah, everyone on the timeline bitching and moaning. The Sixers just cut it to four. Like it's true. Like that's the truth. And also, so let's take the long view. Right? Yeah, that's because I'm because people are like, oh, look at the Sixers team. They're going to be great in the future. You guys should be happy. All this stuff. But yeah. I'm I'm looking at the team and I'm like, how is this team going to get better? They have no more top picks coming. They have a, the, probably the top 10 pick. Top 10 pick. I mean, you know, how often does that really turn Donovan into Donovan Mitchell. I mean, is there? I'm okay, yeah. But a Donovan Mitchell is like a, you know, once every 10 years, you know, you hit on something like that. I don't know about once every 10 years. But but, but a 10 is a good pick. 10 you can, is a you good could pick. Get a, you can get your number, you can get your third best player easily. Yeah. Uh, you can get a solid player 10. And this, you can, but you can also and get this is a, a nobody. Dr- that's true. Uh, but you can also get a nobody in the top three picks. You're more likely seen. to not get a yeah, nobody. That's true. You know, that's statistically. True. But th- I also think this is one of those drafts that, like, th- this draft in particular, I think, coming up, since there is not many, since besides Doncic, there's very few, like, clear number one guys. I think you're going to you're gonna see it's going to be a year where number— I, I think there's a lot of top-tier talents. I have my briefly wading into it. It seems like this uh, JJJ guy— 
Yeah. And uh, and Aiden. I mean, this seems to be some top talents. There is some top talents, but the, it's also one of those that where, like, I see what you're from saying. three you, you to could, 12 is kind of murky. You could probably get, you're hoping for a good role player. Yeah, or or you you see a guy like, what if uh, Michael Porter Jr., people are worried about his injury, and he slips. Yeah, I'm worried about his injury. You know, I what, what if a guy like Colin Sexton at 11 is really good? Mm. What if McCall not, Bridges not, becomes I'm, good? You know I'm what I mean? Big, I'm not a big believer in Sexton either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Sexton. But you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have your 10 pick. Maybe you trade it for something else. Who knows? And you still got Fultz. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hopeful about Fultz's future. I'm not hopeful that Fultz. And I've always said that. Like, I don't. I didn't think he was the number one pick, and I don't think he'll be as good as Tatum or or uh, Mitchell. Mitchell. You know, or whatever. Or Lonzo. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's already. I think he's proven he's better than Lonzo. But the thing that we're missing, he's supposed to replace, is that guard. Like, basically, if you can take T.J. McConnell and make him like, you know. Athletic, like the black uh, version of TJ McConnell, <laughs> like uh, make him Marcus Smart, <laughs> make, make him, yeah. But like, like so you have that. You also have an insane amount of cap room this season. Yeah, who are you going to sign? I mean, like, who's, there's a lot of there's, who's going there's there? stuff. I mean, who's who, going? Who, LeBron, Paul George. Is yeah, it not? Okay, like, is it not the number one destination? Paul, no, Paul George is not going. To no, no, not Paul George. But isn't Sixers one of the top destinations? But even if you get LeBron, yeah. right? Do you really? I mean, even if you get LeBron, you're getting an aging LeBron. You're getting all the drama he brings. I'm still, I'm still picking the Celtics to beat to beat the LeBron led. That's Sixers. insane. Lebr- Next year, <laughs> that's insane. Older LeBron, he doesn't know. get old. He's literally <laughs> this year is his probably one of his best years. It is. I he mean, is dragging. He's been he is dragging. No, look, but a he's got garbage a, team. He's got a into decline. the final. He'll he's never. Got a, it's not happening. The vibranium's like, in him, man. The the roster moves. The the contracts he forces your team to sign. I mean, the the Cavs are hobbled by the bad contracts he forces. It them only to gets sign. you to eight straight finals. It only gets you to beat the well, seventy three wins. Is team? your goal to to make it to the finals or win titles? Because I mean, you and the rest of the Sixers. That's that's. You add LeBron to the Sixers. You add LeBron to any team in the East that isn't the Cavs and then the num- number one team. Yeah. Even if you add him to the Cavs. If they come back, people are still going to take him to the final. The- yeah, maybe. He did it this year. Maybe. He's going to do it. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah. talk about that. I'm, um, I'm not as hopeful. But also, like, I think one other thing, too, is the a lot of the signings that we made this year, right? The pickups, right? Now, probably J.J. would probably fit in a longer-term plans, right? Like I think they would keep him around, but you look at Amir Johnson. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not keeping him. No, I don't you know, think so. No, of course not. You look at Bellinelli, Bellinelli or, and Urson. Those guys were were just uh, stop gaps, and I think that's one thing that people forgot. I think they it was a they were great signings to help us go from like not quite the playoffs to getting a year of our superstar potential superstars playoff experience. Yeah. And I think you need Ben Simmons to have guys that know where to go and have been there before and know how to get open and shoot. And I think like guys like Luwawu wasn't cutting it and Justin Anderson wasn't cutting it. And I think those two clearly helped us get to where we, where we got to. Right. But you also have to be like, look, Bellinelli's not playing defense. Like these aren't guys that you're trying yeah, to win a championship. I, I almost wonder if those Bellinelli and Urson signings didn't hurt you guys because I think you would rather develop those young players, rather see what those young players have. I think I agree with that to some extent, but I think having those players hurt guys like Simmons and Embiid's development 
because you do want them to surrounded play with by NBA, but NBA players to see what it's like. I, yeah. I, 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 you know what I mean? I, I, and I, 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 can, I can concede that's, that's valid logic. Yeah. So you look at all that and you're like, oh, replace those guys. Like, yeah, instead of Bellinelli, like, what if you get a Danny Green? Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be a really nice pick yeah. if you don't get Paul George or LeBron. That's a solid. I worry you'd overpay him, mm-hmm. but you get Danny Green. You get JJ instead of at twenty million. You get him at ten. Yeah, for another term. year or two. Yeah, a Danny Green. You get a, a Will Barton. You get Fultz to play a little better to actually play. Actually play. Uh, Simmons goes from like, like being able to not shoot three feet from the rim to maybe like five extends his range out to five feet right what a difference well it'd be a huge difference it would would be 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 an improvement it'd be a huge huge improvement and then you're like oh this makes sense and look maybe next year everything goes well and they run into the celtics in the first round and lose that might happen but like the idea is that like the step we took is a better step than I ever envisioned. Yeah. And I think that is, like, huge. Fair enough. I mean, the Fultz thing was the big f- thing. That in the room. Was, that was the thing where it was just like, I wish we could have not done that. <laughs> I, w- I wish Fultz could have just, like, remembered how to shoot. Yeah. That would have been nicer for the year, and I would have oh. been a even, – even if he was just hurt and he came back and he could – He could – he looked – He looks – he looked – Okay. Yeah. It he, was like a nice, like, you know what? You like, you ever have a friend get in like a bad accident? No. Okay. I've had some <laughs> friends get in some bad, bad accidents. Really? Oh, yeah. Like mess up their face? Like, oh, like, I, I have two buddies who fucking rode their bikes and got hit by cars. Wow. Yeah. Well, Philadelphia. Maybe this explains well, the one ir- in LA, one in Philadelphia. Ir- yeah, right? yeah. And then, like, the first time you see them and they're walking and they got, they got fucking the, the crutches and you're like oh yeah. god damn like dog you're like you yeah. look horrible yeah next time you see him he's got a cane right he's kind of hey. walking you're like yeah. oh, man you're looking great buddy yeah you're looking great so i think that's what we saw with faults right we he was so he's in, he the, in the crutcher he's walk. in the cane phase he's in the cane you're phase. hoping he makes it to... you're hoping he does his rehab now yeah, you, you know goal sack still got a cane it's been a lot of years but uh <laughs> so he's, you know he doesn't take rehab as serious as he as it he probably true. should and uh, well, neither is Fultz he's out but there there's stuff in his face yeah maybe Fultz doesn't either but <laughs> oh, God. so that's been that I would say is the only thing that was very obviously not a success this year yeah but I'm I'm looking forward and I, I'm looking forward to the time and it's just like the Celtics team it's just gonna get better oh Celtics gonna be good you're just gonna I mean but you know I heard some people talk about this as a hot take but come on we know Ainge is ruthless we know the dude would trade his mother. Yeah. Trade Kyrie, dog. Ooh. You got Rozier. Rozier's balling out. Give Rozier the extension. Trade Kyrie. Do you need Kyrie? You, the injury concerns, like he has all these, you know, he's he's misses the playoffs half the time. Cut bait, Danny Ainge. Cut bait. Get, get, get something. Ooh. Can you imagine? Ooh. That dude's cutthroat, though. Ooh. You know he's cutthroat. You know if any GM would do it, it's Ainge. That's very true. That's wild. If he flipped him and then he flips him again, ooh, flips Isaiah Thomas for him and then flips, ooh. Ooh, that'd be ruthless. Do it. I mean, we just said Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier the third. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't think he'll do it, but. I don't think he'll do it either. But that's, that's but interesting. But people are like, oh, they're like lunatics out there saying they should trade Kyrie. I would like to say I'm that lunatic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But like, and that's the thing. Like, I think you make a good point that, and that's probably why the Sixers fans I think a lot of the Sixers fans are upset because, yeah, we lost to Boston and we think like, oh, well, they'll, they're better than us. Already. They're, 
already and they'll be better than us forever. But I don't think that's the case at all. Because as while I think Tatum is probably better than Simmons now because of the shooting, mm-hmm. when Simmons does get a shot, he's going to be so much better than Tatum. Yeah, then you then it'll be you'll have the best guy in the series, and then we'll have the best guy. And then same thing with Embiid. When Embiid learns how to really like, you know, he's been playing well, basketball how, for five years. How about this? How about fire whoever's in charge of Embiid's conditioning? Why well, is that guy twenty pounds overweight? Why well, is he tired? I mean, well, because he took six, to, well, how many weeks off with a broken face? Well, you can't run with a bo- broken face. You can't do the, the the bicycle with a broken face. Like, you could stay in shape. You can swim. You could do something. I don't know. I mean, he's never played 71. He's only played 31 games in his first year. Oh, that's, I'm just saying that there's no reason, there's no excuse for that dude to be out of shape in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, I see what you're saying, and and that is a thing, the conditioning. I think probably that... Uh, um, it's it's his first full year. He's never he's ne- in his life he's never played this much basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean he's been hurt every single year. I know of his entire life. I know. And then you do this, and then you go to the playoff mode. And playoffs different, man. It's a, it's a tough grind, and he, uh, you know, he's still got to figure out. He's he's got to figure out how, when he does have a guy like Horford on, on him, how to just punish him. Right. He did that with Miami. Those yep. guys couldn't keep up with them. Well, he needs – the thing is, Horford's too nice. Horford needs to start some beef with him. Has to some, start some, beef some, with him. Yep. Like, he needs to get, be on like, Hassan Whiteside. Like, exactly. Start talking shit. Yeah. Getting beat going. That's the problem. Horford's yeah. a little little silent boy. That's a hashtag hoop idea. We Ooh. need to like hack into Horford's Twitter account and like, oh, really go at him next, next I like season. That. I like to that. To motivate and beat even yeah. more. And, and he's got to learn – look, he's got too many turnovers. He still hasn't figured out how to pass out of the double well enough. He needs a couple more Hakeem moves, you know, just really like when he's down there, he tries to like bully guys, but it's like you pr- you don't need to bully Aaron Baines. Like Aaron Baines is a pretty big dude. You could easily pu- like fucking spin move past that guy, Yeah, you know, and those are Use things you got to learn. Uh, let's move on to the conference finals. Uh, Boston, Cleveland, I assume you're picking uh, Cleveland, John. I am. Um, yeah. Let I'd me- probably pick. But again, but- let me lay out let me lay out the Boston case, okay? Because my head actually is saying Boston, all right? As we said, this is a much better team than I think people realize. That's one. Two, this Cleveland team, I don't think this I think this Cleveland team is more the team we saw in the first round rather than the second round. I think what happened in the second round, them sweeping the Raptors, was more about the Raptors' psychological issues. Like I think the Raptors just got in their own head after they lost game one, after they threw away game one. Game they should have won, and they just sort of quit on the series after after that game, and then it would, that series is basically done. We all said after game one, we're like, "Look, this series is done." I, mean, I don't even watch the remaining three games. Yeah, why? Why would I? You know, um, uh, except for of course that 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 final that that great final shot. Um, but so I think this this Cleveland team is not as good as they looked against the Raptors. Third thing, I don't know if you saw the Saturday Night Live skit. I did. She's, so I Saturday did. Live, Saturday Night Live had this skit making fun of all the other Cavs. Yeah, that was pretty good. And of course, people are going to say, oh, what does that matter? Dude, these guys are on social media. They see that skit. They see that everyone's making fun of them. Like, this team's just LeBron and like a bunch of homeless dudes. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Why am I killing myself out here if I'm not going to get even any credit if I, you know, if we, if we win? Yeah, but after that, the skit, after the skit, the, they got no credit. No, on Sunday, they, they turned up. 
Well, they won by 20, right? I, again, I'm saying, is that them turning up? Or the, I think they were the, like, how can Donald think, Glover doesn't even I respect I think the Raptors me? are like, can we get back to Canada, please? Can we get our... I mean... For, no, no, can, Raptors can, blow. The Raptors Bobby. were... I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I'm just saying like... And also, you know, I, I, I mean, the Brad, the Brad Stevens love is a little out of control, but like I, the dude the dude can coach. Guy can anybody's going to figure out a way to stop LeBron, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's Brad couldn't, Stevens. Couldn't do it last year. Couldn't do I mean, his team's – this is a way better team than last year's team. This is a much, much better team. You have all those rookies that improved. I mean, who did they lose? They lost Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, who was injured last year. Yeah, no, that's true. So it's like they really – you know, a year more w- w- with this core adding, you know, adding Tatum and Brown's And the Cavs were better last year, too. The Cavs were better last year. Yeah, exactly. So my head, my head is saying that Boston could win this series – my heart is saying, well, "What are you doing?" It's LeBron That's, James. Yeah. I've, I've said all year, not all year. I'm sorry. Since the playoffs started, I felt like this could be the year LeBron cracks, and that motherfucker has proved me wrong every single game. And I'm now at the place where I'm like, I'm like you. I want to say, like, you know what, man? Maybe, maybe this is, you know, maybe the Celtics have the grit, the determination. They have home court advantage. Maybe, maybe C.D. Osman isn't the guy. Maybe, you know. Jetty. Jetty. <laughs> and then I just look at LeBron and the fact that Kevin Love is starting to play again. Yeah, that's the thing. And Corver's back. Yeah. And JR hits shots. And you're like. Mm, Tristan. Tristan, Tristan too. Back, as, we, as, we, as we detailed last week. The, the Kanye <laughs> thing is real, man. Tristan's back. As we detailed last week. Check it out, Illuminati. Right. Um, but, but. So I'm definitely, I definitely got to pick LeBron. I would, uh, I would say if Kyrie was playing, I would 100% pick LeBron because there was no effing way LeBron would let himself true. lose very to Kyrie. True. But the fact Kyrie's not playing, I can see LeBron saying, look, we're not being the Warriors. You know, this this current Cavs team, they're not being the Warriors. What what is What's the difference between losing to the Celtics or, you know, losing to the Warriors in the finals? I can see him, you know, not. He didn't want to lose in the first round because it's like that would be embarrassing. Yeah. So he, the, you know, and they really lucked out winning that series. And then basically, all he had to do to beat Toronto was get up in the morning. Like he yeah, just had yeah, to he walk. Just, he just, he just had to up. make sure he showed up to the arena. Yeah, make sure five he, minutes before tip yeah. off, and then that was that was a dead make deal. sure order the Uber on time. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was it. I mean, he they could have just had somebody in a LeBron mask, and like oh, the, the Raptors would have folded. Oh, that'd be that'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, actually, hashtag hoop idea. Yeah, what what do we do about this Toronto team? But super disappointment, obviously. Well, maybe we just hire a LeBron impersonator so they get used to having LeBron around. Oh. They're not as scared of him. Oh, I they like see this. He's human. All this. I like this. Something. You know, that's pretty good. They need you to know, figure it out. Oh, like, like they should. Here's what. Here's what uh, uh, they should do. This is what Usai uh, Majiri should do. Uh huh. Right. Masai. Masai. Say like, guys. End of the season. This is great. Right. This is this is you know like very disappointing year, of course. But like, let's just rewind. Like, let's relax. Let's just go. Uh, let's go ha- uh, play this escape room. Have you guys heard of an escape room? Of course, room? we all love escape oh, rooms. Oh, great, Kyle. Let's do it, DeRozan. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's hop in, hop in the jet. We go. Yeah. Escape room. Nothing but LeBron's in there. Yeah. The guys LeBron's. in LeBron's mask. Right. You gotta. You gotta. And then they gotta figure it out, and they just gotta, can't leave until mentally they figure out how to get out it. of the escape room. Right. And uh, maybe that'll do it. You gotta hey, face your fear. Got- I used to be super, super. I used to be petrified of snakes like 
Right. Absolutely. Like growing up, it was it was like a thing, like an actual crippling fear. My buddy had a snake. I would like run across the room if I if we'd go to Venice and someone would have like a snake on their shoulder. I'd literally just book it to the other side. And then one day I was just like really drunk at my friend's house and his sister brought out a snake and I was like paralyzed. I couldn't move. And she sat next to me and then the snake just touched me. And then I just like couldn't do anything but just face my fear and touch the snake. Now I don't even care about snakes. Damn. They gotta, they gotta, <laughs> they gotta deal with LeBron. Put him in the escape room. Yeah, yeah. I once uh, saw my friend murder a fifteen foot snake. Ooh, with a machete. Ooh, where <laughs> in Costa Rica? Ah, his house. Wow, that's yeah. real. That that's real. Like, yeah, yeah. That dude moved to, moved to Costa Rica and just became a man. Yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> learn. There, the dog started barking, and it's like, oh, that's a snake in the yard. Walks out with the machete and just oh, chops the, chops that thing that off. That's amazing. Woo, woo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so, so what do you think? You're saying. I'm saying I'm going to, on Twitter, I pick Boston in five on this podcast. I'm going to pick Cleveland in, oh, nice. in five just nice. to cover my bases. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just to cover yeah. the bases. Yeah, never wrong. You know, you got to <laughs> lay down wrong. the grant work for never wrong. Yeah, never wrong right there. Let's talk there. about this Toronto team briefly just because Ugh. what do they do? So they get embarrassed by LeBron, and now there are all sorts of co- – some corners of the Raptors fans are saying fire the coach, Dwayne Casey. Other NBA intelligentsia are saying you got to trade Lowry or DeRozan. You know, I'm going to have a very, very boring take and just say Dwayne Casey is a good coach. Yeah. They seem to like the guy. You know, I don't – he's going to win coach of the year apparently, which was some very nice uh, publicist or whoever leaked it. Is is a very good. That was some strategic leaking. Oh yeah, where that was great. They, the report comes out that the Raptors are th- are leaning towards firing him, and then five minutes later, the report comes out he's winning uh, Coach of the Year. So Amazing. whoever's doing that linking on, a- in terms of on, on Casey's camp, uh, <laughs> great job, great job. Props to you. Um, but in terms of trading to Rosen and, and Lowry, like, what are you going to do? You're going to make yourself a little worse, and then you'll be like the eighth seed in the East, and you're just stuck in mediocrity. I don't understand. I don't see a path forward. I think the path forward is just like ride this out. Look, you're a relevant team. You're going to lose LeBron every year, but you're irrelevant. It's fun for the fans. Maybe it's not fun for the fans, but I mean, like, you're in the like. If you trade the guys, your your backups are good enough that you're going to be too mediocre. Yeah. Your best bet is just ride this current version of the Raps out for another two years, then blow it up. I'd say. I don't mean. I don't know. I'm not a Raptors fan, but I, think, I just I don't see any good options here. I I and I agree with you. I agree with you. I think the one thing we do, you know, we always, people always want to blow it up, you know, that's, that's their move, right? Right. And even, even you say like, oh, look what the Sixers did, right? But the Sixers, what Hinky did was he already had a team that was mostly blown up from the Bynum trade. Right. And then he, and I thought, I just read it somewhere else. He, uh, he even thought that Drew Holiday alone could get him to the eighth seed, maybe. Well, that's the thing. He had a team that was the eighth seed. Yeah. yeah. If you have a team that's the eighth seed, by all means, blow it up. I mean, you have a Raptors team that's there with the one seed. Yeah. And, I mean, next year, they're, 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 and they're, they're the one seed because of how good their bench is. So, it's like, if you're blowing it up, you're still you're still going to be decent. You're gonna, yeah. You're going to be, even if you don't make the playoffs, you're still drafting 10 or 11. Like, that's I, not enough to change... I mean, the only way I would blow it up is if I could get a high draft pick for Lowry or DeRozan, and I do not think that deal is yeah, out there. Yeah, and you'd have to do it this year, or yeah, you'd have to maybe a team like 
I mean, like Orlando ooh. gives you their first round pick for DeRozan. Yeah, look, maybe, sure, sure, maybe. yeah, yes. If you can get a first rounder, that's the circumstance. Where that's I would it. Do it. Yeah, but like, who wants Kyle Lowry? No, exactly. I mean, he's he's uh, thirty two. Yeah, he's thirty two. I love on Kyle, a big Kyle, I love contract. Kyle I love as, as as a fellow, you know. Uh, abnormally large assed man like yes. I, I identify with Kyle yes. Lowry I, exactly I respect him but uh yeah it was like what are you gonna do and yeah you might be able to get something for DeRozan but not he, really it's a big contract it's a big contract like and the guy the guy is you know he's he, he's unplayable in the playoffs I mean literally unplayable they literally didn't play him in the yeah. playoffs because his game doesn't translate like what do you I mean yeah, maybe let's say Lakers strike out on all free agents, and Magic just wants DeRozan. D- John, stop! I'm just saying. Stop! And I, he's got the money. He needs to make to, a splash. Don't LA try to, guy. Don't try to make me depressed. That that would be the one thing, right? You try to get like, who would you no, get? You from? do. You, you, you try to get Kuzma. For, you, you know, you try to get a super young guy you, that you think could be great. You later. do what Hinky did his entire tenure, and you do what Jerry West did this year. You target the desperate team. Yeah. You look at the 30 teams and you say, who is the dumb team? Who is the GM that's about to lose their job? Target them. Yeah. And but it's hard. So, I mean, there's, it's not hard. Many, there's not, there's many, not many left. You got you Orlando. Know, pour, one out, pour one out for Stan Van. I think Orlando's run by like some ex-Warriors guys or something. Or, or no, maybe yeah. ex-Toronto guys. That's. I mean, I mean even the teams that are bad they enough. Got, they got rid of the GM who allowed a photograph of their offseason plans to get out. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was like, not the oh. best uh, GMing there. Right. Uh, just look at the bottom teams. Right. Phoenix, they already got a guard. Memphis, yeah. they're not giving up. They're not giving up the two pick for DeRozan. Dallas, probably not. No, a- Dallas Atlanta. is a full on, full on tank. All Atlanta. these teams are now like embracing the tank and embracing like this rebuilding process. Like you need a, you need a win now team, and there's not really any win now teams left. Yeah, I mean, really, it's it's New York and. Maybe I mean, Cleveland probably isn't giving up that Brooklyn. Well, pick. Cleveland is an option. You think if LeBron resigns, you might be able to get something of value. I don't. I, but the problem with Cleveland, they don't have the money. That's true. That's they true. might give you the eighth pick for DeRozan, but then you you have to take on you have to take on some back Tristan or something and like that. Jr. Hey, he's and, Canadian. And he's Canadian. George Hill, but he's I don't think they do that. Home. All right, let's move. Let's move to the West. I have a quick pitch for you. You look okay. at this Pelicans team, this Jazz team. Both nice stories. Very nice stories. Both nice stories. But both, they don't have what it takes to get over the top, right? Uh, you no. know, Utah, look, Donovan Mitchell's great, but they don't have that transcendent talent. The Pelicans, all they have is AD. Really? I mean, Drew Holiday, great, great, great defensive player. Um, and also, the Pelicans' problem is New Orleans. We talked about you went there. People didn't even know the playoffs were going on in New Orleans. No idea. Here's a solution. Oh. Combine the teams. Oh, combine the teams. Idea. You know, you get maybe they split time. I don't know. They take that jazz name. They can, you know, they can New Orleans Jazz. New Orleans Jazz. Oh, I like that. Or maybe it's Utah Pelicans. Or just maybe it's the American Jazz since they're splitting regions. I don't know. And uh, you give you put AD and Drew Holiday on the Jazz, and that's a title contender. Mm. Am, Am I wrong? Am I wrong? All right. So what's this team then? I don't know what so, the team So so it's it's Drew Holiday, Donovan Drew, Mitchell, right? Uh who's playing the 3? Uh uh I don't know, Favors or Joe Ingles. Oh yeah, Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles. Joe there Ingles. You, go. you got Joe Ingles. Yeah. And then you got AD, AD and Gobert. And Gobert. There you go. Ooh, that defensively? Ooh. Defensively? Ooh. And who's coming off the bench? You got 
Derek Favors, Rondo. Uh-huh. Who else? Yeah, I don't know if we need to keep Rondo. We'll keep him around. We'll yeah. Keep him around. Yeah, Someone's yeah. got to Ricky Rubio. Forward. Ricky Rubio. R- well, here's the thing: you got Ricky Rubio and Drew Holiday. Both have health concerns. One of them's bound to be just, healthy. Just, just play, play forty games. Whatever. We, exactly. Whichever one. They rotate. They, they rotate. rotate. We. Yeah. Hey, Rubio, you stay in Utah. Drew Holiday, you stay in New Orleans. That's it. When we're Home playing games. In, yes. We're playing I like in New this. Orleans, you play. When we're playing in Utah, Rubio plays. Okay. There okay. We go. There we go. Miritich. Miritich. Oh, Miritich. Come yeah, on. Yeah, That's yeah. a strong team. Yeah. That might yeah. that might get swept by uh, the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> that team will get swept, but the margin of victory will be close. Yeah, it'll be close. They might still win. They might do that. <laughs> wow, that's won. a pretty good. I like that. I like the hashtag Hoop Idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty my good. hashtag. That's my hashtag Hoop Idea. Last, that la- would be great. Last question I have for you, John, as we preview this Rockets uh, Warriors series. Which uh, I mean, I think we could both we, we I we're both on the record as maybe not quite buying this Rockets team, like, right? I mean, I I, I I buy them, but I buy. I, 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 if I they're buy selling them. and I have the money, yes, I would buy yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have declared myself a Rockets fan for these playoffs because yeah. of, of the analytics. Yeah, but uh, I think I, they're, I think they're losing at five. I, yeah, maybe six. I, I I do think they're a good team. Like I I don't. Of course, they're they're really good. Of course, but, but it's just we're, we're it's talking just about the Warriors. The Warriors have made a mockery just, of the entire the league for two years. Yeah. it's like come on now. Yeah, but I I, I thought of this interesting question: Who would you rather be, James Harden or Kevin Durant? Okay, James Harden, you're a great player. You're a great. You're great. You're an MVP this year. Probably, you're probably never going to win the title. Or Kevin Durant, probably a better player, won a title, but everybody kind of laughs at you and calls you a baby and you're insecure oh that's a tough one so and you're kind of you're never really gonna be you'll be able to live down that move to uh to the warriors i mean and also it's like james harden's you know he's gonna you know he's free lap dances in houston oh, for forever. the rest of his life he's, he's eating ice cream at a baseball game yeah exactly that's it's a good life free ice cream that's a good life well you're durant i mean you're rich you got a ring yeah See, and and this is the sad part, and this is actually the sad part is before the Warriors thing, it, anybody would have said Durant. Yeah, they much rather be Durant. Yeah, but um, I think the sad part is we will know Durant's a bitch, and we know that he went to a seventy-three win team, but when we look back at history, people will look back and just count his rings and say how great he was. They're just gonna look back and say, "Damn, do won five rings." I feel like the that's what they're gonna I do. I feel like they're the gonna com- that part is gonna be swept away. I feel away. like the conversation is smarter and more nuanced now, and I think that people will not care as much about rings in the future. No, they'll care about rings. Okay. We're gonna look back and look at this this run of the Warriors and consider it one of the greatest dynasties in a long time. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, but everyone who went through it is gonna lament it, like. But yeah. but we forget that stuff. Like that's okay. one thing we were talking right. about. We were talking right. about rings today, actually, and we were talking about like, you know, I think we were talking about LeBron because all we do at work is talk about LeBron. Uh, but the idea is like, you know, there's a lot of things you forget, right? You forget that like Shaq played for the Suns and Boston and hey, things like that. I don't forget that Shaq played for Boston. But I most always people hold do. that against him as a Laker fan. As a Laker fan, but most people go like, oh no, Shaq was like dominant player like they like they just remember the prime they remember the prime they they almost forget miami in a weird way oh that's true almost i almost i almost did forget he played in miami right i, almost, I forget that ring he went in my one of yeah miami. and that happens to all the great players you forget right kareem 
he's a Laker, but where did he play first? Yeah, Milwaukee. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to look at Durant. You're going to forget all this. You're just going to say, man, Durant, greatest player of all time. Look at that. Look how good he was, you know. They're not going to say the greatest player of all time. Not, no, but they're going to say, gonna like, say like, how what a great, great what a great player he dominated. Was they're going to try to pretend he was better than LeBron? No, nobody's going to say that. They might. No, I think no. I think we're talking ten years. No. If he if he no. rattles off four straight, people are going to. If he rattles off four straight and beats LeBron twice in the finals, there will be people that say there will, Durant is a better pure basketball player I mean, than LeBron. Yeah, James. sure. There are people who say that Boston should should trade Kyrie. Yeah, but I mean, come on. <laughs> but I that's that's legit. If he wins three or four in a row and he beats LeBron each time, there that'll be yeah. that'll well, be a thing. We'll see. We'll see. That'll All right. Be a let's thing. let's enough of. I actually got a, a I got a question for you. Okay, I got ahead. a question. For you. This ahead. is one we talked about at work. But I want to pose this to you because I think this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. What would be more shocking, the Rockets beating the Warriors, or the Celtics beating? The oh, LeBrons? the Rockets beating the Warriors. Okay, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, like I already said, I think I think the Celtics have a real chance. Yeah, I almost I think I did. I picked them on Twitter. I picked them. Yeah. So so, and I don't I don't think this Rockets team. I don't. I mean, I. I like. I said. I. I like them. Look, yeah. Rooting for them, but come on. They ain't being the Lord. I. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a little kind of back and forth, a little no, because the Rockets, I think the people who who, were, some people that we talked about were like, yo, LeBron is winning this thing. Yeah, and he's LeBron been saying stands. it from from day one. They were like, no Pacers, you're not winning it. No Toronto, you're not winning yeah. it. Like no one's winning it. Those people have said that they think that's bigger, but. I think I'm on the same side as you. As I think there's no am, no I, shot anyone is being the Warriors. I am far more interested in the Celtics Cavs series than the Rockets Warriors series. I, I think, think the Rockets one will be fun though. I think I think we will know we'll in game one we'll be like okay like are we gonna have a series or are the Warriors just gonna yeah know, destroy it'll them? be tough because of the home court. The Rockets home court is not <laughs> it ain't it ain't Boston's no, home court. No no but the Warriors <laughs> home court court is great. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, like, Houston, yeah, like Houston, if they win, Houston has home court. So it's like, yeah, if they lose one of the oh, first Houston games. has home court. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Okay, actually, yeah, game one we'll know. Yeah, yeah, we'll know because uh, if if Golden State wins one there, it's over. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, get at me, Doug. Get let's get let's, enough serious. This has been a very somber, serious this, podcast. Let's this move is, on. This is yeah. Let's move we don't on have to something guests. fun. Get now at we me, have Doug. To, it's just our guests are keeping us down. Our guests. Like, yeah. We are smart guy NBA pod. Yeah, yeah. We just have to play the jester. We just we have, have to. Yeah. When we have our born ass <laughs> guests. On. Yeah. Whenever Futernik's talking about whatever yeah, yeah. whatever movie he's in or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. This week, uh, Josh Richardson from the Miami Heat. Um, so I and he, so I looked at his Twitter and I saw he was tweeting about the Avengers. Yeah. So I tweeted at him, and there's really not much else to go on with Josh Richardson. It was he was a tough one. He's got yeah. He's he was kinda, a tough nut to crack. But he respond. He talks. He talks. So I tweeted at him. Who's more scary, Thanos or Pat Riley? Oh, that's he, a good. You know, you've seen the movie, one. and he knows Pat Riley because he's on the Heat. He, he, might, he give, might have run into him before. He, that, yeah, he thought maybe he could give us some insight. Yeah, John, John, what'd you have? Uh, I went with a GIF or a GIF, uh-huh. and said, uh, "It's the so when you finally built up the courage to tweet at your favorite Heat player, Jay Rich, hoping he acknowledges you, hand wave, and I did the uh, you can do it." Uh, from who's that? 
that uh, the uh, Adam Sandler uh, Waterboy. Waterboy. You yeah. can do it. I yeah, thought yeah. maybe he would like. He, he, yeah. So you didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. No, I didn't get anything. But I will too. say one of my favorite thing was going through his Twitter and looking at the replies. So he talked when he's talking about the Infinity War. Here, let, I'm gonna just read you two of the replies. Okay. okay. Can you notice me? I'm a huge fan from Argentina. So this is like. Just this is just like a get at me dog in the wild. This is just some Argentinian <laughs> fan who's not even doing it for a podcast, just trying to get acknowledged. And then the other response was, "Josh, can I buy you a pizza?" Again, he didn't tweet anything about pizza. He's just talking about Infinity War. Just talking about so it. So I was like, man, he he got some weird, he got some weird fans. Yeah. And then he also he tweeted about Chris Paul, and like I would say a good half of the responses were Josh better. Josh better, just Josh <laughs> like, better. Just Josh Richardson stands are like, no, no, Josh, you're better than Chris Paul. Don't be tweeting about this lesser player. <laughs> yeah, or it's sure, like that's sure. gonna be you next year, stuff like that. Sure, sure, Josh Richardson. Yeah, you're gonna be better than Chris Paul. Oh man, all Chris right, Paul. Hey, second round, second, uh, third round, I mean third, third round. round. I mean yeah, finals. finals. He finally did it. Poor he, fiend. He's no longer Poor a fiend. loser. Yeah, you're no, no longer, longer a bum. You're, you're a fake. no longer a Chris fake. Paul, you're officially a good NBA player. Yep, now. You're, Congratulations. you went from being a fake to, to yeah. Hey, uh, let's do shout outs and beefs. Shout, shout outs and beefs. beefs. This was maybe my favorite thing that I have seen in a long time. What's that? The what Twitter doing? thread that I forgot who it was from. <laughs> So, great shout out by me. Great shout out. Beefing with me for not writing down who it was from. But you just search it on Twitter. You'll find okay, it. Okay, I will. The, you, might, you probably saw it. The guy who okay. tw- tweeted all the nicknames from China? I didn't actually go through Oh, it. my I read. God. I only saw one or two Okay, of this will actually it be came good. out during the day. So, that, I'm yeah, going to. I'm going to tell you. The, so, this guy, he went through. Or he's like a. He, like, speaks Chinese. And he's, like, in Asia somewhere. And he was like, I'm going to just tweet out all the nicknames that Chinese fans. Because the okay. NBA is huge in China. Yeah. Thanks to Kobe. Um but they have like weird nicknames for them all that are sort of based on the characters okay, okay. that make so up we can their play names. A game. So you tell me the nickname. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the nickname, you tell me the player. Okay. okay? Fucks the sky. Oh, I, this is the one I heard. Okay. That's right. a great name. Yeah. Steph Curry. Right. That's, okay. That is what I saw. All right. This next one should be easy. Letters, bro. Letters. Letters, bro. What oh, NBA? Oh, Giannis. Giannis. Okay. 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 Uh, the Demon Blade. The this demon? one you'll never get because it doesn't really fit like him, but it is the coolest nickname. The Demon One of the Blade. I think he might be the oldest player in the NBA. Oldest or second oldest? Oh, I was going to say. He was later in his life, this nickname evolved to the Bald Mamba. Oh, he currently plays? Currently plays. He's deciding whether or not to retire as we speak. I was going to say, is it Dwayne Wade? No. No. Old, older, 40. Older? Older, wider. Older and whiter? Yeah. <laughs> Older and not black. <laughs> and his nickname is Blade? The Demon Blade. I'm saying, I don't know where the nickname came oh, from. Oh, okay. I don't know then. Manu Ginobili. What a great nickname. I mean, nickname he's not white. He's uh... Art, Latino, I guess. I don't know. Come on. Come on, Matt. Uh, Come on, Matt. I love how I love my, my one of my favorite things about NBA is that, uh, you know, he's always labeled as a European. Oh, that's because Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley yeah. doesn't know where Argentina is. Yeah, yeah. I all... mean, to be fair, I mean, like, you know, there's. I think he's a he's Italian, like Argentinian. I mean, I think he's. But like, they always say, oh, you know, European yeah, players yeah, European like nobody's yeah, one of the best. Yeah, like, the uh, yeah, he's, okay, he's from South America. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Schoolbag do. Schoolbag. He got this nickname because he always used to wear a backpack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Schoolbag do. Do Who? or schoolbag duh. Schoolbag duh. Like the start of his last name. Oh. Who used to wear a backpack everywhere? I want to say Lance Stevenson. Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, right. The Gaff God. 
gaff god? Gaff, like making mistakes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, who's king of, like... Oh, is it JaVale? JaVale McGee. It's so good. This one you'll never get, so I'll just tell you. <laughs> no, hold this on, was let, me, let me try guessing. Okay, king of, the, king of the Eights. King of the Eights. Okay, I'll tell you why he has the nickname. So the Chinese call him King of the Eights because he has an $80 million contract despite only scoring eight points and eight rebounds a game. Oh. Oh. That's good. Tristan Thompson. Tristan ah, Thompson. Yeah. Okay. You'll get this next one. You'll get this next say. one. The No Eyebrow Knight. This is an ex-player. He doesn't play anymore. Who had he, no eyebrows? He I had think. alopecia, so he had no eyebrows. Oh. Uh, who is this? Charlie Villanueva. Oh, yeah. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie V. Okay. All right. Just a few more. A few okay. more. Okay. Keep going. I love this game. The Evil Baby. The this evil? One, this one. Boogie Cousins? No, close, close. Dwight Howard. Ah, <laughs> very good, very good. <clears throat> um, the Round face Mamba. Who has, like, the roundest face in the who league? And the it's, not, it's not fault. It's, it's not fault. The round Rockets player, who we've often talked about having, like, a super round face. The Chinese have also picked up on it. And he's called the Round face Mamba. Uh, Rockets player comes off the bench, I believe. Shooter. Oh, oh, oh. Eric uh, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was a Sixers. A face. This is a Sixers legend. Okay, not a current player. Yeah, they call him J, comma PhD. Oh, Doctor J. <laughs> That's strong. Yeah. J, comma PhD. Apparently, Doctor J. There wasn't enough. I respect the Chinese for. Uh, respecting the PhD. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It's just, just you know, the PhD just as good as a medical doctor. Um, last one, uh, just because I thought it was again, it's, it's super cool. X player, two-time MVP, son of the wind, son of the wind, two-time uh, MVP, uh, uh, Steve Nash. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Son of the wind. The old um, son of a wind. If I, if I may, shout out. By the time this is edited and up, it will be out the next episode of Game of Zones. Mm, haven't heard of it. Yeah. Haven't watched it. <laughs> not, they, don't, they don't really promote it. They don't really. Uh, it's you know, it's, it's rare not, that you'll it, see it on. Yeah, on your I, don't, TV I don't really see it on. Ah, the next episode though, John. People go watch it. Best episode of the season. It's all. Thank you, Pistons, for firing Stan Van Gundy. Very. Uh, serendipitous timing because the yeah. episode's all about Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, probably won't watch it. Yeah, well, it's the best one. It. If you only got to watch one. Watch this one about Stan Van Gundy. Uh, this is a new segment, actually. I'm going to have a new segment. What's uh, that called? It's a new segment. It's called Thanks for Listening. Thanks for Listening. I like this. So, uh, you know, like a few this. weeks ago, we I suggested that the Thunder should should look into trading Westbrook. And uh, huh, lo and behold, on the Zach Lowe podcast, he said people are talking about that. So, so thanks for listening, Zach. Thanks for hey, listening to our podcast. Zach Lowe. Shout out Zach Lowe for um, he also listening wrote, to He us. also wrote a whole big car article about how the uh, Pelicans should maybe not resign Boogie after uh, we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, so, little, little so, stealing boy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks hey, for listening. thanks for subscribing. Thanks for, yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I mean, Go Zach ahead. Lowe was one of what? I think my second shout out of oh, all yeah. time. Well, no, we love, we love Zach Lowe here on the pod. Do we, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I love Zach. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it. thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, thanks that's for great. listening. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Um, let's see. What do I got? Oh, here? I got a, I got a, I got a shout out. Okay. This is to Joshua Toussaint on Twitter. Okay. All right. He had this great tweet. Um, that I'm, I'm just going to read the tweet. Just to recap Paul George's offseason since Russ shot 43 times in a losing effort. One, pulls his kid out of an OKC school two weeks early. Two, 
moves his family to LA. Three, build, builds a crib for his baby in his LA house. Four, goes to Disneyland while wearing uh, Kobe Bryant shoes. Uh, I wonder who's signing him. But if you listen to listening, because that's what we said. That's what he's going to leave. He's going to have the. Don't try to hop on my train. He's going to have you, the LA. Sh- at the beginning of the year, you said that uh, Paul George was going to sign an OKC. I did not say that. You said that. You said it was 100%. I said, I don't think it's 100%. You, you were like at 40. I was like, yeah, it's, it's well, like 95. It's, so. it's, probably, it's probably about 110%. All right. So thanks for listening to the pod, John. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for finally coming around to my point of view. Uh, all right, I got some shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to uh, my main man, Jimmy Moore, back in Philly. Uh, buddy of mine, just uh, he listens to the pod, and he uh, he hit me up with the early happy birthday. Because mm. people on the East Coast, they get the Facebook feed. Ah. So you start getting texts at 9. At right. like 9.03, I got the Jimmy Moore happy birthday text. Oh, it's always nice. It's always nice. And I know, he's a, I, I know, I know he used to listen. Hopefully he still listens, but uh, shout-out to Jimmy Moore for that. Uh, got another shout out. This one, this one is a little, I, I'm thinking about doing it in the future, but you know, maybe not. It's going to give a couple little, uh, what I like to call a couple, couple John tips mm. just to people. Oh, right? new segment. New segment. Actually. New segment. Thanks for listening. John tips. No, no, no. Actually the segment is be more like John, less like Matt. Oh, oh okay. okay. So this is this is gonna be a little just kind of life lessons. A lot okay. of on, all right. Well, a uh, couple couple. I, I, the series about personal like hygiene, hygiene. how to take care mm. of yourself, things things that I'm into. Right. That you're probably not into. I. Uh, all right. Well, let's just see. Let's, let's just see. see. Let's just see. So, let's see what they are. Uh, I got two. Okay. I got two. Okay, right. One. Right. I've been really into uh, Baxter of California. Have you heard of this brand? Have you heard of, Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this Baxter? brand? Baxter, Baxter of California. Okay, this is a this is a clothing brand. No, no, this is like hair care and like just just fucking you know products for you, mm. for your face, for your. I basically I found this product mm-hmm. right. What's it? What's it for specifically? Your face. Everything. Or your hair? I got everything. I got the face wash. Uh huh. I got the uh, what else? I got the lotion. The face lotion is really good. Right. Uh, what else? I got something else, uh, and the regular like hand body lotion. The brand for men who don't like smelly things, right? Very neutral, uh-huh. but still slightly manly. Okay, uh, that's that. If you want to be like John, do that. Do that. Oh, like oh, and the facial scrub, mm-hmm. it's solid. Okay, all right. So you do that every once in a while. It's got a little of that exfoliating. You know, mm-hmm. it, it smells mm-hmm. like uh, almonds. Mm-hmm. It's got nice, nice. And uh, what I like about the face wash, little little man tip, it comes with the pump, the little hand pump. Right. So other face wash, you got to open up the lid, put it in your hand, then you got to do the mm. weird thing where you're trying to close Hate it. Hate, Hate that. it. Hate that. Hate it. I never washed my face. I'd right. go to bed with a greasy face. Mm. Your pillow gets all greasy. Mm. This thing, little daily face wash, boop, boop, just like that, boop, boop, boop. Face for the re- clean. For the, I mean, okay, yeah, be like John. Get all these expensive products. Rub yeah, them all over your body. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. Yeah, you know, spend your money on this sort of stuff. Here's here's my advice. Oh, right? Be like Matt. Be okay? like Matt. Ooh. Be like Matt. All right. All right. Just uh, you know, just get married. Um, then you don't don't really have to worry about what you look like anymore. There you so, go. That's <laughs> fair. That is that's also save, fair. Save just some get money. married early. 
Say, married, get married Just married early. the first girl. First if a, girl. If a girl's like, look, you know what? If a girl be, talks to you, I don't, drop to one knee. Ex- look, I don't know a lot about dating because I've been with my wife since I was 20 years old. Um, but it just, seem, just seems like a lot of work. It just seems a like work. a lot of effort. a lot of work. Doing all these things, going to these places, setting things up, worrying about all this stuff, buying Baxter lotions. Mm. It's good stuff, guys. Just, just lock it down and rely on uh, inertia and momentum to carry you through. I don't know. Half all right, what's all, your next half, one? Half, half of all uh, marriages end in divorce. You can't, you can't, you can't. That's not true. That's actually a, a often misquoted. Yeah, uh, no, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you, if you are, if you do want to be Although willing, I will if, say, if you, you know, forego all hygiene, it does increase your chances yes, of divorce. Yes, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying stay in shape. Yeah. I'm this just is, saying go at the CVS brand face wash, not the Baxter brand. Yeah, yeah. I, and I understand. Look, uh, I'm speaking to probably about like three of our listeners here. Okay, all right. The okay. three that uh, so, uh, are, 75% are trying, of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So 75% <laughs> of our listeners, all three of them. Uh, the guys who are trying, that also have expendable income, have right. a good job, don't yeah. live in their parents' basement, yeah. who are actively out there and, and care about how they look. Okay. All three of you I guys, you. telling you. Get on this Baxter California stuff. It's really good. It's really uh-huh. good stuff. Uh, and another one. Do they have maybe like a Baxter Philly version that has? Oh, like, that's just that's just, just fucking just... cheese grease. Yeah. <laughs> cheese just grease. A, they... Here, here's a tip: uh, when you're done, Here, uh, we... when you're done your Dorito bag, turn it inside out uh, yeah, rub and it. rub it on your face. Here's here's what here's what the Baxter Philly is. Okay, it has that nice pumping thing. Yeah, but. What you do is you just empty that out and fill it with uh, cheese. Yeah, it's just cheese. It's uh, it's a a cheese pump. Yeah, it goes right. It goes right, right into your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Another another little one, and this one I want to talk about. This one actually, I think this is this is less pompous. I understand my Baxter stuff is for a very. You gotta be rich. You have expendable income. It's it's. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's not cheap. Okay. Okay, but it's the best stuff. This one, though, is Anybody? something I wish is not expensive, and I had done a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to our main man, Lash City. Oh, by the way, Lash City, you killing it with the get-at-me dogs. Right? Some you really kind of poked them. I, I like that. You kind of had to poke yeah, the beast. But he's, and then he's, last he's, week was great. Dave, Dave, week. Got, Dave got a response. Yep. So, as Lash City knows, I have used the same electric razor since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. We're talking, what was I? I think I got it when I was like 18. I think I took it from my brother. Maybe 18, 19. Maybe I stole it and went to college with it. Yeah. I turned 35 the other day. Right. So we're talking good 16 years I've been using this crappy, I've been using the same one. Right. I know this because Lashin had the same one. Right. Well, finally, after 15, 16 years, shout out to Naralco for being a good, you know, it lasted. But then the battery started losing its charge, right? Mm-hmm. Went ahead and bought a new electric razor. Okay. I think it was 30 bucks on Amazon. Right. right. Uh, it is so much better <laughs> than the piece of shit I've been dragging across my face for the last 18, 16 years. Do yourself a favor, guys. Every couple years, treat yourself to a new electric razor. It doesn't rip your skin off. The technology is better. I can charge it while I use it. That technology didn't exist in 2001. When the battery died, the battery died. Uh so I would I would highly recommend that if you need to treat yourself. If you have a razor that's been like five or six years old, you don't realize it, but the blade is not sharp anymore. Get a new one, you'll really enjoy it. Well, here's here's what I'll say. Because it's supposed tip. to be like it's supposed to be be like John and, and yeah. not like Matt. 
it's a tough one for me to weigh, weigh in on because I can't really grow facial hair. Oh, so I sh- I need to shave once a week. About do you now? Do you do the razor? So I do I do the razor, and I'll, I this would be be like Matt if you want to be like Matt. Here's my tip to you. Okay, I use women's razors. Oh, because like here's like the thing: it. it's it's a racket. The men's razors are a racket, huge racket. The women's razors is the exact same razor, except they're cheaper and they, and they last longer. And they got the nice. They they're very soft too. They're like Eggs. round, and they have like. So I just I use a women's razor, and oh, also beefing. My dad never taught me how to shave. Mm. I I was here's how I was shaving for mi- most of. For oh God! A I, good, oh, 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 why do I feel good, like this is gonna make the top ten? A good of the amount year. of my life. This he, is this is gonna make the top ten of the year for a, Super Hoopers when Matt explains how good, he's been shaving. A good amount of my life, I would say, maybe like the first seven years. For not, what age like? Tw- Age when I started shaving at like 19 or something until like age like 29. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would just take the razor blade, no lotion, no nothing. Oh my God. Just on the raw skin. Because I was like, well, what do you need the lotion for? Oh like, my God. Like, who do you, like, I was like, well, it just cuts the thing just fine. Also, I have very little facial hair. So it's like, oh, it just cuts the thing or I don't need the lotion. But then, like, I would get like terrible, like, I still even get like really bad razor blade, <laughs> even with the lotion. But I went to the doctor, I went to the dermatologist, they're like, yeah, you just got to use this lotion. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's why they lose. Lo- that's why they use lotion." And they're like, "Yeah, so oh, use lotion." Oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you didn't. You had just like never heard of shaving lotion. I saw. I just like, didn't you see the that point. part. Like never. I like, just didn't came just, to you. Like I just didn't. Hey, wait. So this this thing that everyone talks about that there's commercials of just, that that goes look, hand in hand I, with I, shaving. You also, were never like. Oh, maybe I should check this out. For um, most of that that time, I did not even get any hair beyond like my mustache. I have like okay, zero have very... facial hair. So it's really just the mustache. It was just when I started to get hair like in the neck beard area. Oh, okay, got. What um, do you what do you use now to shave? I use a, a women's a, razor. A, and... Like a, there's like a special sensitive skin Aveeno. I was I just brought it up. I will say that Aveeno I, is great. That's what the dermatologist Aveeno said. Is, the Aveeno is very very good. Yeah. That's. I never shave. I never go uh, hard shave with a razor because I look like Homer when Homer Simpson shaved. Yeah, no, no, no. You, and it just looks. Also, it's like you look good with a little bit of thing. But going. when I shave, I look like yeah. Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, like it's like what happened to my face, yeah. and I look like stupid. So I always keep a nice like buzz. Uh, but the Vino stuff's good. Uh, there's one other thing, and it there. smells good too. It's got that like almondy kind of. I love that smell. It's good. It's good. Use the, that's what the backs or face scrub looks this like. Is, this has been this has been tips. I, I just be my my parents taught me. Nothing. Nothing. Like so much of my adult life has like been learning basic skills. My parents should taught me. Like when, like I was like twenty five, and my dentist explained how to brush your teeth properly. What and were you like, doing? They were like, "We got to brush it for two minutes." I was like, two minutes." What were you doing? I was like doing it. Like I was like, "Well, you just got to get each tooth." So it would be <laughs> just, like just each tooth. I was like, "Why well, just <laughs> like you just wipe them off?" I would just it was like a I, I would brush for like ten seconds because I was like, "Oh, I got this tooth. Got that tooth. Got this tooth. Got that tooth. Boom, done." Like, I thought it was, like, a race. Like, who could brush their teeth the fastest? They're just like, okay, you got to two minutes. And they're like, you got to floss. I was like, what's flossing? They're like, oh, you got this. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the? F- what are my parents doing? They didn't teach me how to brush my teeth. They didn't, t- no mention of floss ever at any point in my life. <laughs> they also didn't teach me how to tie my shoes. I would tie my shoe wrong, shoe wrong for years. They would always come down. I well, finally. We tied your shoe. There was this comedy series where they did, like, in-depth like stupid bits about how to do simple things like sharpen a pencil and one of them was tie your shoes and they i was just watching it it's a comedy bit and i was like oh that's how you tie your shoes that's why mine are coming on off oh all the time oh my gosh so my parents they wow. really 
and also yeah yeah so i they were they were i don't know what they were doing but uh mm. the fact that you made it out i don't i don't know yeah wow <laughs> don't know yeah they emphasized other things i guess what, what was that i don't know like i don't math. know it was, was it, it wasn't basketball my dad it wasn't, it wasn't understanding basketball my dad had me doing math in the summertime he did i had to do math every day in the summer so i didn't lose the skill so <laughs> Hey man, those are some good, uh, some good life tips. So we got, uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, treat yeah, yourself. A couple of things. One, as as let me tell you, as much money that I made by being better at math, I lost in dentist bills <laughs> in my twenties. <20s>. <laughs> fucking years of not taking care of my teeth. All right, properly. So what we've learned about uh, more like John, less like Matt. One, uh, floss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, this, two, is, two, this is twenty-five, two, twenty-five uh, year old Matt. Don't wipe off your teeth. Uh, actually, brush them. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna two shave, minutes. two minutes. If you're gonna put shave, a put, put use a blade, yeah. uh, use shaving cream. Yep. And then uh, you know, if, if you have when you get a good job and you want some nice stuff, get uh, buy Baxter brand. Right. Baxter right. California and uh, an electric razor. Yeah. All right. Amazing. All right. I All think right. I think well. the uh, the title kind of proved itself. Kinda, yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> I think. Oh, I think. That, I have, hopefully, this has been helpful. For, <laughs> hopefully, this has for, been helpful for young men there's, out there. there I, there's. I guarantee the. Uh, the other 25% or the 75% that isn't buying Baxter yeah. is thinking like, oh, damn, what's floss? Is Googling floss right now. <laughs> hey, it's a, the do, other do nine want... listeners. The Although, other nine listeners are Googling floss. I will say my floss. brother has never flossed a day in his life, and he has never had a cat. Really? Perfect teeth, yeah. That's no amazing. Whatever. That's amazing. I was, right. I'll be honest. I wasn't much of a flosser until uh, my wife. Yeah. She's she's a big time flosser, and she, that, she got me into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, well. Uh, until next week, keep pooping. Keep pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Hooper. There are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper. Can you say Super Hooper. That's what you say, bro. He just wore a fucking Super Hooper. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Super Hooper. That's terrible. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.